lesson of modern education is Woke kids step, wise kids step, college kids step I'm woke Read more, learn more, change the globe You must learn This is Woke Wise College Kids Oh my God, it's been such a long time since I've dropped an episode. I'm so sorry that it's been a minute since you've heard from WokeWise College Kids. I'm so excited to get back to it. In this episode, you'll hear what I've been up to, and I'll give my thoughts about what's been going on since the last episode. It's been a lot that's happened since 2019. It's been so long, I feel like I have to welcome my own self back. So welcome back. If you're new, a special welcome to you. My name is Dr. Aaron. I am your host. I'm also the founder of Be Preppy, a college coaching subscription service. So I think that's all that I need to do in the intro, right? So I'm ready to dive in. Are you? Well, let's get to it. So our last official episode was sometime in 2019. For all my new listeners, I'll remind you where we started this journey. So my first episode ever recorded was during a period where I was not formally employed. I was consulting and exploring as a colleague, so Will puts it. So almost a whole season, I did not have a formal full-time job. I was quite content and very happy. I was working on some passion projects, this podcast, and my very first book. I was also working as a higher ed consultant, working with institutions to help them build programs to help students succeed. I even hosted a productivity seminar for millennial women. That was the highlight of my 2020. Um, I also worked on my nonprofit and hosted our first two summer camps, which is really, really fun. Kind of bummed we didn't get a chance to do that this year. And lastly, I was working on Be Preppy, that coaching company that is actually the sponsor of this podcast. So needless to say, I had a blast. Just being free to be in the moment was the most liberating experience. I was able to experience life without checking my calendar or my watch. I was taking time to make sure the next move was the right move for me. So it took about a year and a half before that right mood actually showed up in my LinkedIn inbox. I am so elated that I decided to take the leap and wait until the perfect opportunity arrived. Later on in the season, you'll hear from my career coach and actually a good friend of mine who's a negotiation coach who helped me navigate this time of unemployment. I truly believe that that episode will be a valuable tool for you. I wish I would have known everything I've learned in the last past two years as an undergraduate student, but I learned it now, so I'm so happy to share it with you in this season. So let's talk about this new gig that I have. It is super perfect. I feel so honored and blessed to lead a great organization. I am the executive director of a nonprofit in New Orleans, Louisiana called College Beyond. We're dedicated to helping first-generation low-income and minority students enroll and complete college. And since you're here, I'm pretty sure you know that college success and college completion is my thing. My company, Be Preppy, was designed to give resources to students who needed it most. I wish I would have had this podcast, Be Preppy, and a college beyond to help maximize my college experience. 
I definitely wish I would have had someone or an organization like College Beyond to help me through hard times. Here's a little bit more about the organization that I'm so privileged to lead. We provide success coaching for free to undergraduate students. It's more than advising and it's more than mentoring. It's like a life coach for college students and life coaches usually aren't cheap to come by. That's why quality, success, or life coaching services aren't usually an option for college students. It's something common in professional or executive circles. We want to make sure our students have exactly what they need academically, emotionally, and mentally. Our coaches understand what's going on in college, but also there to help connect them to resources. They act as a sounding board and they help them process their experiences as a way to grow. We are whoever we need to be for our students at any given time. That relationship starts as soon as they're admitted to college and continues on until their senior year. So we are with them the whole ride. We provide them with micro grants. And so if you're listening as a college student, you know how to stretch a dollar and know how it feels to be a broke college kid. I'm pretty sure you can appreciate our micro grant program. We provide small stipends each month as incentives for students to attend their coaching sessions. Our micro-grant incentives are bus passes, gas cars, or extra meal credits just to help them meet their basic needs. We also provide book stipends to help offset cost of books. Every little bit counts when you're trying to make it happen with this college thing. Although I went to college that actually had textbook rentals that was like $35 a semester, and it was the least expensive and best school in our region, I often had times where my bank account was very, very sad. I could only go to my parents for so much. So I worked and I worked and I worked sometimes two jobs during college to make sure I had enough money to make it on my own. And I didn't have to put that burden on my parents. And that's why I'm so happy to be a part of this organization. I truly believe in a fundamental strategies and mission. Their solution to helping college students, specifically first-gen, minority, and low-income college students, complete college. There's a lot of solutions out there, and I'm pretty sure you you know a few of them that's on your campus. But there's a lot of ways we can attack this socioeconomic inequity situation we have going on in America right now. However, College Beyond really caught my attention by having something very practical, but very innovative. Most people tend to just throw scholarships and one-time programs at students. Although that's great, most fail to realize that the real day-to-day life hurdles that we have to go through as marginalized students are really impact our academic success. So I'm very grateful for this opportunity. I have a small staff. My office is, is in a really cool co-working space, and I'm really enjoying nonprofit work. Although I've worked in colleges and institutions, which are nonprofit too, this is very small. And so I have an opportunity to be creative and innovative and just grow and just really think outside the box. I'm going to grow immensely in this position. Being a chief executive officer is a challenge, but I love a good challenge. So that's really why you haven't heard from me in months. I started, uh, my very first day was on August 5th, 2019. I'm actually coming up on my first year. I actually managed to record a few episodes, but didn't get a chance to really edit. So you'll be hearing those, which unfortunately are still timely, even though I've waited a whole year to put it out. I did miss you all, 
Uh, starting this podcast was a big leap of faith. I didn't like the sound of my own voice. And I even questioned if anyone would have listened. I'm so glad I didn't really lean into those negative thoughts because when I last checked, Wokewise College Kids had over 13 listens and they were from all across the world. So whatever you have going on, don't doubt yourself. Just go with the flow and just go with it. You'll improve over time. My first episode was probably not that great. Um, hopefully is way better than this one. And then my next few episodes after this episode should be better than the one that you're listening to. When I began the show, I committed to being consistent, no matter how busy my life gets. Consistency doesn't have to be or have a perfect frequency, which is what I always used to think as a perfectionist, a recovering perfectionist. It always involves continuity, which means that as long as you don't completely abandon the situation, you can be consistent. You may have to pause for a really long time, but you just can't walk away. So although life came at me really fast, um, I still wanted to keep my commitment to all of you. So let's let's start with the top of the year. Um, so started the job August 2019, was finding my stride for like six months. Um, top of December, I was sick. I was sick for like three weeks. Um, I had all the symptoms of COVID, but we didn't know anything about COVID. So I just kind of struggled through it. Uh, really glad that I, I survived and I got through it. Um, so that led me right up until January, which I, you know, I was very excited for. 2020, uh, I was finding my new normal. I was moving back into my old home, um, just trying to find something, some stability for myself. As the uh, as much fun as I had the last past two years, I really wanted to get stable so I can get back focused on what I really wanted to do, which is this and my new book, which will be coming up later in this episode. Uh, so right as I'm finding my new normal, 2020 bus on the scene. I know that's not a word, but bus on the scene like the Kool-Aid man. I know I'm dating myself. So if you aren't familiar, Google the commercial and then you'll probably say, yes, it was exactly like that. So then things really went downhill for me, just beginning with the death of Kobe. I didn't know him personally, but it was just really sad news to say, OK, is this how we're starting off the new year? Um, and to be honest, I really wasn't over the death of Nipsey. And then so Louisiana, in Louisiana, February was supposed to be a month of celebration with Mardi Gras in full swing. However, that marked that was marked with sadness as we had a few accidental deaths during a parade. So that it just seemed like 2020 had a cast of sadness just cast all over it. And so as Mardi Gras season was ending, the number of COVID-19 infections in our state was immediately put on pause and we went into quarantine. So I've been quarantined and working from home since February. Uh, this time has given everyone opportunity to rethink and reconnect. We've all learned something more about ourselves and the family we've been held up together with for better or for worse. We've all gone through cycles of emotions as we experienced the pandemic for the very first time. For me to survive and thrive during this time, I really had to lean into 
my gratitude practice. I've been intentionally identifying all the opportunities that this time has presented instead of looking at all the things that were taken away from me. One thing that I'm taking advantage of during this time, especially the time that I'm not commuting or in meetings, to work on projects that make me happy. This includes my new book, as I mentioned. Uh, it is So if this is your very first episode, just to catch you up, this podcast is actually inspired by my first book, Go Wiser, Secrets to College Success. And so in that book, I was really targeting senior, junior and seniors in high school all the way up until college students. Um, and so I felt like I had a whole lot more to say after I published it. So I actually started this podcast. So my new book kind of picks up where Go Wiser leaves off. And it is titled Live Wiser, The Ultimate Guide to Adulting Postgrad. This has been really near and dear to my heart. First, because I am still adulting postgrad. Yes, I graduated back in 2008. And it's been about 11 years since, uh, uh, well, gosh, 12 years since I've graduated. But just because you're a first grad college student doesn't mean that you're out of like the clear once you've graduated. There's a lot of things that you still have to experience that your parents and your family did not experience. And so they cannot walk you through that. And so being a first generation college student, there are just some things you're just not privy to. We uh, definitely include me. We try to bootstrap our whole life. So we just learn as we go. We patch up where we need to. Um, we run faster to try to catch up. We learn hard lessons. We rebound from them. We make mistakes. We pivot. However, there are some lessons that I wished I would have learned a whole lot sooner. And if I would have, I would have been in a better position in my life. I don't take my journey for granted. However, there are some times I look back and thought, I really wish someone could have warned me about this adulting thing, this adulting thing, period. But this adulting thing in the terms of graduating from college and what that expectations, what the expectations are of what your life should be after that. I expected one thing and then I experienced another. I may have mentioned before that my background is in education psychology and I did my dissertation work on something called self-efficacy and self-regulation. Those two words just mean how we think and our environment affects our behavior. So a lot of times our expectations and our idea of failure is based on what other people tell us or from our own previous experiences. We don't have a good idea, but we can imagine what life is supposed to be. And we did imagine based on other people's input of what life after college would be. And any kind of input we have determines how we react and respond to situations. So if we had this grand idea of the good life and what a college degree is supposed to afford us, and we don't get it, we're mentally disappointed. And so in last season, I talked about my post-grad blues. So there's a way that you can look at adulting that doesn't disappoint you. You just have to recalibrate your expectations. 
Like I wish someone would have told me that finding a job, dealing with finances doesn't automatically get easier with a salary job, more money and a degree. I wish someone would have told me that this was a little bit challenging. This is an adulting after college uh, was a little bit challenging and just saying, instead of just saying, oh, congratulations, you've done well. Oh, you know, it's only up from here because you're done with school. You're really smart. You have a PhD. Oh, you won't have any trouble finding a job. If someone would have just told me the reality and the difficulty that just the everyday grind of being an adult and the pressure of finding yourself and finding your place and being disgruntled about your degree and being let down that you feel like your degree didn't get you the return on investment that you're expecting, I probably would say, okay, this seems like it's going to be a hard road. Let me prepare. Let me be ready for this fight. And I think I would have been fine if someone would have just taken 10 minutes out and given me that advice. However, I think it's the surprise of it all. I think the hardest part is the shock. It's just the the fall from your high expectations to reality, which reality isn't that bad when you put it in the right context. So feeling like this isn't the life that I expected or that I did something wrong, like that is what you feel after college. No matter where you are, your perfect job, something is not going to be in place. Um, And you're going to have like a time where you have to rediscover and explore who you are and what you want. So now I'm totally blessed and I'm so happy with where I am in life. I'm still figuring out adulting. I'm 35. And so I've learned a few things since I graduated when I was 22. And so I'm sharing all the things that I've learned that I wish someone would have told me with all of you. And so even I'm sharing some of the lessons that my friends had to go through in doing adulting and dealing with things when you're fresh out of college. I'm so excited for this book to come out. It's actually taking me a little bit longer because I think I'm actually in it. And so I have to tread carefully about how I paint the picture um, because I'm in it. So I have to make sure that when I'm writing that all my, that the whole thing comes out correctly. Um, So the second season will kind of mirror some of the chapters in Live Wiser. You're the first to hear about it. Um, So I'm going to talk a lot about managing finances and not just managing, actually being financially empowered. Talk about finding your purpose, navigating careers. We're going to talk about some of this stuff that's going on, like fighting for social justice and improving your mental and emotional health. Like, I know this pandemic is taking y'all through the ringer. Y'all don't know what to expect on top of being involved in a very challenging phase of your life. So that's it. That's the Cliff Notes version of what I've been up to. And you even get a sneak peek at what's to come on Woke Wise College Kids. If you take just one thing away from this episode, it would be let nothing cause you to completely abandon what you love to do. You can get frustrated You can yell, you can curse, you can walk away for however long it takes, but you can't quit. Be consistent, no matter if it's something in your personal life, your classes, degree, whatever it is that you do, you cannot 
quit. If you have to take two things, take that and take this. Remember to focus on your opportunities and not deficiencies when you encounter changes in your life. You don't want to waste time focusing on the two or three things that you lost when there are hundreds of opportunities to grow and improve. So thanks for tuning in. I promise it won't be so long in between episodes again. Uh, In the meantime, follow me on IG. My My handle is Aaron Wheeler, PhD. That's E-R-I-N-W-H-E-E-L-E-R-P-H-D. So follow me, DM me if you have a question. I love to talk to everyone, uh, all the listeners, all of the college students out there that just may need someone to connect to and ask a question. So that's it for me. Stay safe, stay woke, and bye, y'all.